Welcome to Wannabe Clutter Free, formerly Wannabe Minimalist, the podcast for busy families who are tired of the chaos, fed up with being overwhelmed, and ready to enjoy life again. Each week, we talk about how to let go of the clutter so that you can focus on the things that actually matter. And it's not just physical clutter. We talk about the mental and emotional stuff too, because if it's holding you back, it's time to ditch it. I share what I've done in my own life to declutter, organize, and calm the chaos, but you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's practical, doable, and simple for those of us that want to be clutter-free. You know how life doesn't stick to a schedule? Well, why should your paycheck? That's where Earn In comes in. It's an app that lets you access the money you've earned right when you need it, not just on payday. Imagine this, your dog suddenly needs a vet or your kid has a little accident and needs a dentist, ASAP. We've been there and waiting for your payday in those situations just doesn't make sense and it adds unnecessary stress. With Earn In, you can pull up to $100 per day or up to $750 each pay period directly from your earnings without the crazy fees or interest rates. It's super simple. Download the Earn In app, verify your paycheck, and get access to your earnings as you earn them. You decide what to tip, and whatever you use gets settled on your next payday. More than 3.5 million users are finding relief and a sense of security with Earn In, calling it a lifeline for financial stability. That peace of mind, it's priceless, and it could be yours. Ready to give it a try? Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Clutter under Podcast when you sign up. It'll really help out the show. That's Clutter under Podcast. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Welcome to the Wannabe Minimalist Show, episode number 14. On today's show, we're doing something just a little different. Today is all about building a little momentum as quickly as possible so your home and life can be lighter. How quickly, you ask? Well, as the title promises, 20 minutes. That's right. After today's episode, you will be able to declutter 20 items from your home in 20 minutes, all in honor of the year 2020. Oh, hi there, friend. Welcome back to another episode of the Wannabe Minimalist Show. I'm your host, Deanna Yates. The idea for today's show was inspired by you and all through my 21-day decluttering challenge. It's coming to an end this week, and while there have been a lot of you that have joined in and are making amazing progress, there are a lot of you also who said that you wanted to join the challenge, but you just were not able to commit to the full 21 days this go-around. I hear ya. I would be lying if I said that the challenge had been easy for me. Well, let me take a step back. That's not quite true. The actual challenge and the daily tasks that, you know, they were broken into, they were these really small bite-sized pieces. The plan was made to build up like a snowball. It builds on itself every day. And honestly, the plan works really well. That part was easy and it was all laid out and so each and every day there was a, dis a different task, checklists, an action plan. So from a pure 21 day decluttering challenge point, it was pretty simple. However, I had a lot of other things come up in January. I mean, things that I was not even expecting. And those extra things took a ton of my time and energy. They made this a really tough month. And you know what? That happens a lot. 
we all have these big plans and life just has a way of getting in the way. The best thing we can do though when that happens is to do the best that we can in any given moment. Keep progressing just one foot in front of the other and that is what I've been telling myself this month. But even though it was tough, I will say that the work of decluttering my home has been totally worth it. In fact, we had people come to our home last night and I was not embarrassed one bit for them to walk in the door. Of course, before they arrived, I did do a quick walk around my house and I straightened up a little bit here and there. However, it honestly only took me five extra minutes on top of putting away the dishes that were in the dishwasher and needed to go away. And my house was clean. I even was able to make dinner and pop it in the oven and have it roasting before they showed up. But the real win, on top of dinner being ready when they left, was that I didn't stuff anything into my closets. Nope. Everything went back into its home, so I got to continue to enjoy the space even after my guests were gone. That's the best feeling, right? And that would not have been possible without my 21-day decluttering challenge and going through each of the rooms in my home. Now, I don't say this to brag, and honestly, I am super proud of myself, but I say it to let you know that it is possible. You can have a decluttered home, no matter what else life throws your way. If you want it and you work at it, even if it's just a little bit at a time, as long as you are mindful and do not continue to bring things back into your home faster than you use them or discard them. Okay, so that's why I really wanted to bring this quick decluttering task your way today. Everyone should be able to handle the task we're talking about today. It's completed in one day. It only takes 20 minutes. Nothing you toss today should be emotionally draining, so there should be no sticking points along the way. So are you ready to get started? Great. Let's take a look at 20 things that you can declutter in 20 minutes in honor of the year 2020. Oh, and one quick thing though before we dive in, I forgot I wanted to tell you about the updated minimalist starter kit. So I added a cheat sheet for today's um, task. So if you haven't picked up a copy of the Minimalist Starter Kit for Families, now is the time. In the Starter Kit, you will find a 20 things to toss in 20 minutes cheat sheet, our five favorite decluttering methods as a family, a guide for getting rid of paper clutter once and for all, and a list of 10 mindsets that are holding you back and keeping your home cluttered. It's totally free and you can get it by going to littlegreenbow.com slash starter kit. Again, that's littlegreenbow.com forward slash starter kit. Okay, now let's get to that list of 20 things. I'm breaking these up into where you would find these items in your home. So once you have this list, grab a trash bag or a box, turn on some upbeat music, set a timer and get going. It really should only take you about 20 minutes if you keep a good pace and you can do this without getting sidetracked. And can I let you in on another little secret? 20 minutes is less time than a regular PBS kids show. So even if you have kids at home, you have time to get that set up to keep the, enter the kids entertained if you need to while you're doing this quick decluttering task. Okay, are you ready? All right, three, two, one, let's start in your living room or where you watch TV. So the first thing I want you to declutter are old newspapers and magazines. Honestly, you do not need these hanging around. If you get behind on newspapers especially, and magazines too, it can be super difficult to catch up. 
you know, you've got this whole stack there, you feel really guilty for not going through them, and they just pile on top of each other. So do yourself a favor, get rid of the old ones, and start fresh. Now, I also recommend actually getting rid of your magazine subscription. I talked about this in another episode, but it only makes you want more. When you are looking through these perfect living rooms and these perfect rooms and all this wonderful stuff, it's like a giant advertisement. It makes you feel really bad about where you live and you want something different. And that coveting of something else just it really starts to eat away at you. So honestly, if you're okay with it, I would get rid of those magazine subscriptions. And then after today, actually see if you can get your newspapers or your magazines online if you definitely want to keep them. And of course, that's better for the environment because they're not printing the paper. But you know what? It's also better for the environment of your home because it's getting those things out of your home. It's getting rid of that visual clutter. So that's number one. Let's declutter old newspapers and magazines. Item number two to declutter are outdated media. Now I'm looking at VHS tapes and audio tapes, cassette tapes, you know, any of these old uh, technologies that we just don't even have the devices to play them anymore. Get rid of those. I mean, unless it's one that's a family um, video and you want to get that digitized, then I highly recommend putting that in a project folder and doing that. But if you just have like old Disney DVDs or something like that, get rid of it. You know, honestly, this was something somewhat painful when I ran across my niece's old collection of those Disney movies. Do you remember when like giving a movie was a good Christmas present? I know, right? I don't feel like I'm old enough for to have these things like this in my life, but I do. And you know, we ran across this huge box of DVDs and my sister wanted to give them to me for my daughter. And I honestly don't have a way. I'm sorry. I said DVDs. I meant VHS tapes. I don't have a way to play them. I do not have a VHS player. So it's time to let them go. You know, we got over it. Now we have Disney Plus, And honestly, it has all the Disney shows and all the movies. Plus, it's super convenient. And it's not that expensive when you compare it to Netflix or Amazon or something like that. So we really like it. Makes it super easy. And I don't have to worry about storing these things or having a way to play them. Honestly, let go. Let them go. You will not miss those. So that's item number two, get rid of your outdated media like VHS tapes, cassette tapes, and things like that. Item number three to declutter is still in your living room and we're talking about books that you have never read. Oh boy, this can be tough, but you need to let go of those good intentions. And if you decide to read it later, the good news is that you can always either repurchase it, probably for less than $20, You can purchase the Kindle version so you don't have the physical book in your home. You can get an audiobook version through Audible. And I actually will link, I have a free uh, coupon for two free audiobooks. So I'll link that in the show notes if you're interested. Or you can get it from the library. There are so many other ways to get these books that you've never read. And honestly, if it's still on your bookshelf, there's a reason you haven't read it. And it doesn't make you a bad person to let this go. But I know from my own experience, when I see things on my shelf or just around my house that I had good intentions of doing or reading or completing, and I don't do them, it actually makes me feel really bad inside. And so getting rid of these things will free up that negative energy that you feel. And honestly, those bad things that you tell yourself when you see it on your shelf, you may not even be consciously aware that you're doing it. But deep down, you're telling yourself, 
oh, I don't have time for my own dreams or, oh, I'm such a bad person because I keep forgetting about that. And those things really do add up. So just get rid of it. It makes it so much easier. Trust me, I got rid of a lot of my books and it feels amazing to look over on those bookshelves and see them clean and clear and not of this old old to-do list of things I wanted to do for years now. So you'll thank yourself later. Get rid of those books that you've never read. This podcast is supported by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. We've been using Active Skin Repair for a few months now, and I am seriously impressed. They use a molecule called hypochlorous acid, which is pretty much a superhero in skincare. It mimics your body's own immune response, helping to cleanse, soothe, and reduce inflammation to support the natural healing process. And let me tell you, it works for more than just scraped knees. Whether it's sunburns, rashes, or even more persistent issues like eczema or acne, Active Skin Repair has got you covered. The best part? It's totally safe and non-toxic. That means it's gentle enough for every skin type, from the little ones to grandma and everyone in between, making it the go-to for everyone in the family. I scraped my knuckle the other day while doing laundry, and my first thought was to grab the Active Skin Repair because one, it doesn't sting like other products, and two, I knew it would help me heal faster. So if you're looking for a natural, effective way to handle boo-boos, check out Active Skin Repair. And because you're a listener, you can get 20% off your order. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair. And to get 20% off your order, use code CLUTTERFREE. Again, that's ActiveSkinRepair.com and use code CLUTTERFREE to get 20% off your order. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. And number four, I put these in the living room, but they could honestly be anywhere in your house. Get rid of dead plants. If you have dead plants, get them out of your house as soon as possible. Again, talking about this negative energy, when you have dead things in your house, it really does not promote the life that you want. And so just let them go and buy new ones. Or you can even let your kids help you plant seeds so that you can watch them, you know, grow and you can see this new plant come to life before your eyes. Now, this is something I want to work on in the future. I have a pretty brown thumb and so... It's definitely something on my to-do list for this year. I don't have any dead plants in my house because I've already killed them all and gotten rid of them. But um, hopefully we can start planting some new ones and um, find a new place for those in our home. So that's number four, get rid of dead plants. So this is going pretty quickly, right? We're already um, 20% done. So let's move on. Uh, We're getting out of the living room now. We're moving on to your office. So item number five to declutter really quickly is instruction manuals. I guess I should say our instruction manuals. Now, honestly, if you have instruction manuals in your house, how often have you referred to them in the past? Probably not. These days, we have Google. We have ways to find stuff online. And it's actually so much easier than digging out the manual, looking it up in the back, um, you know, the back index of what your problem is, and then trying to find the answer. And Those manuals usually are not written by somebody who's having the problem. They're somebody that's designed the product or somebody that works in the help field. And so they don't generally speak in normal human 
easy to understand language, right? Or is that just me? So, you know, usually I will just go to Google and I will type in the problem I'm having. And honestly, I'll usually find a YouTube video that is way more helpful. Somebody will have already had that problem. They've solved it. They've documented. They show me exactly the steps. Bingo bongo, I am done. So I now make it a point to just throw out all of those instruction manuals. I will never need them. And if I do, I can look it up. So that's number five, get rid of instruction manuals. Number six, old cell phones. Now, this is one we have definitely been guilty of holding on to in the past because you just don't know what to do with them. But nowadays, it's great because when you go to get a new phone, a lot of these companies are recycling your old ones or buying back your old ones, stuff like that. So now I feel like they've got a plan in place for these cell phones before you know, I probably have a few still in a drawer somewhere that I haven't quite gotten to because I haven't decluttered that space. But technology moves so fast. And so if you have the opportunity to unload your old technology, do it as soon as you can, because that's the only time it's going to be worth anything monetarily. Um, Obviously, make sure that you clean off all of your own data. That's a whole nother topic. But um, I just wanted to make a point to say it here. And then just get rid of it. You could also consider passing it down to your kids. We have done this um, for an old phone um, of ours, and we've given it to our daughter. Now, it does not have cell capability anymore. Uh, We took out the SIM card, so it's only Wi-Fi enabled. And she can use it for um, playing a game at home on the Wi-Fi or listening to um, sounds when we're traveling. It becomes our sound machine. And we can use it also as a monitor if we need to because we have an app that will work over Wi-Fi. So those are some things you can do with old cell phones, but that is number six. Get rid of your old cell phones and other technology, to be honest, but cell phones are really easy. So we're sticking with that today. Number seven of things you can get rid of are your receipts. I have covered this in the past, but you really do not need to keep receipts that are not business related. Now, if you need to return something or you buy something and you think you're going to return it, I put all of those receipts in one Um, centralized place so I know where to find them. And I only can keep those for a certain, you know, amount of time. And I clear them out every so often because you usually can only return things for either 30, 60, 90 days. Or in the case of Ikea, you can return things up for a year. Nordstrom has a really good return policy too. So I generally try to shop at shops, shop at shops, goodness, shop in stores that have a good return policy um, if that's going to be an issue for you. But other than that, um, just go ahead and get rid of those when you can. You don't need those little pieces of paper everywhere around your home. But if you must, and you really want to make sure that you're tracking all of your expenses, I have recommended keeping those receipts and checking them against your credit card statements. And then once you have verified that the amount is correct, it is on your credit card statement. It's not a receipt you're going to need for tax returns or business purposes. Get rid of it. Toss it out, okay? That's number seven, receipts. Number eight are expired coupons. Now, these are not useful anymore. They're expired. They no longer hold any value, so recycle them. For those receipts, not receipts, sorry, for those coupons that are still valid, go ahead and keep those in your wallet, your purse, or in your car. Put them somewhere where you are not going to forget them, or when you're out and about, you can say, oh, I have a coupon for this place, and you can pull it out and use it. 
Otherwise, there's no point in having it. I cannot tell you how many times before I got myself organized that I would be somewhere out and I would say, oh my gosh, I have a coupon for that place or I wanted to use that or a gift card or something. Sometimes I wouldn't have kept those in my wallet either. And then I couldn't use it. And then the time had passed, it expired, and I lost out on money. So keep um, coupons where you can use them and get rid of them as soon as they're expired. And the last thing we're going to look at in your office um, are duplicate office supplies. So number nine are to get rid of those office supplies that you cannot or will not be able to use in the next year. Just let those go. Think about it. If you have duplicates of some things, you know, keep your favorite one and toss the rest. I'm looking at things like staplers or a hole punch, um, binders, things like that. You know, sometimes we just have the tendency to keep things and not even think about the fact that we never use it because we favor one certain one. So keep the one you love the most and get rid of the rest. That's number nine, duplicate office supplies. Okay, we're moving on to the linen closet. That's our next stop. Number 10, get rid of your worn bedding. Here is a good rule of thumb. So if you would not let your guest sleep on it, you shouldn't either. Toss anything that is super worn out, torn, or stained. Now, I see some lists that tell you to get rid of top sheets that don't have a flat sheet mate. For us, we actually like to keep those. They're really good for building forts. I love to put them on the couch when we're going to cuddle up on the couch and watch a movie and eat popcorn. They're much easier to keep clean um, than my actual really nice couch. So I actually like keeping those extra top sheets. They're really useful for our family. But I toss out anything that's really worn or just gross, you know, from years or that's decades old. Yes, I'm getting that old, and I do have things that are decades old at this point. So get rid of those things. Toss those out. Um, so get rid of your worn bedding. Number 11, get rid of towels with holes in them. The same rule applies here. If you would not give it to your guest to use, then why are you treating yourself so poorly? Be kind to yourself and get new, fluffy, cushy, wonderful, warm towels. Things that you are excited to use when you get out of the shower. They are really simple little luxuries, but they go so far. Now, remember, you only need to keep about two to three sets of towels per person. So let go of the worst ones and then replace those old ones when you can. And as you get a new fluffy set, get rid of an old set and just keep doing that until you have that all the nice towels that you want. So get rid of those old towels with holes right now immediately though, okay? That's number 11. Okay, we're off to the bathrooms and medicine cabinets next. So number 12 of things that you can declutter quickly in 20 minutes are old medicines and vitamins. Now, if they are expired, you should not be putting these things in your body, right? There's a reason they have an expiration date. So if they're old and you need to get rid of them, you want to do so because you're not going to use them and you want to get them out of your house in a responsible manner. So go ahead and take these things to your local pharmacy. They should be able to take those off your hands and um, dispose of them properly or tell you how to dispose of them. But we don't want to just toss those um, because they can end up in the wrong hands and you don't want to just throw them down the toilet because they could be bad for our oceans and water systems and things like that. So take them to your pharmacy and get rid of those old medicines and vitamins. Okay, number 13 is sunblock from last year. So as you're looking through your medicine cabinet or in your bathrooms, in your 
um, bathroom cupboards or drawers, get rid of the sunblock from last year. Now, in our family, we are big sticklers on sun protection and sunblock. We lost my father-in-law to melanoma and This is one thing that we have really taken to heart is we make sure that our daughter wears sunblock and that we try to limit our sun exposure. So contrary to the belief we had when I was growing up, sunblock does actually go bad and it should be replaced every season. Now, I know this stuff is expensive, but it's totally worth it when you think that the flip side could be getting melanoma. And honestly, this is stuff that your kids will you know, deal with later in life. So this is not something that, you know, you don't see the immediate change immediately. Sorry about that today. Um, But this is something that you are doing for the health of your family and your children for the long term. So hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, You are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. Get rid of the sunblock that is from last year. Make sure that you're using enough when you use it. You need at least one ounce. That's a shot glass full for an average adult. That is a lot of sunblock. So you're probably not using as much as you should. Think about it. Your eight ounce bottle, that's eight applications of sunblock. So make sure you're getting rid of your old stuff, getting new stuff, and using it properly. All right. Sorry for the little soapbox and PSA, but I'm really passionate about that subject. That's number 13, sunblock. All right, how you doing? We're over halfway done, so we're almost there. Let's make our way to your kitchen. Grab your bag, grab your box. We're going to go look in your pantry and your refrigerator. We're going to get rid of expired food. Yep, that's yucky. Now, you're not going to eat expired food, so get it out of your house as quick as possible. But here's a little tip. If it's going to stink up your house, 
you know, like you're days away from your garbage pickup, just go ahead and put it in the freezer and then dump it in the garbage can, you know, on the next pickup day. That's what I did today. I have a special spot in my freezer where I put all the food that's bad. I cut chicken up. I put the, you know, chicken fat parts and all that yucky stuff. I put that in the freezer. And then on the day for garbage pickup, I just put it right in my trash can. I take it out. It never stinks up my house. And it's super easy to do every week. So highly recommend that little tip. That's number 14. Get rid of your expired food. Number 15. Go ahead and get rid of duplicate cooking utensils. Open your drawers and take a look. How many wooden spoons do you have in there? Can you get rid of one? What about spatulas or measuring spoons or wine openers? Now, these are the examples I'm using because when I recently decluttered my own kitchen, these were the duplicates I had. And honestly, we do not have that much stuff. So I know that if I have these duplicates, there's a good chance and probability that you do too. And you really will not miss them. So go ahead and get rid of your duplicate cooking utensils. Just like with your office supplies, keep your favorite ones. Those are the ones you use every single day anyway. You won't miss the crappy ones that you're going to get rid of, all right? Okay, number 15, duplicate cooking utensils. Number 16, get rid of your old kitchen towels. Do you see the theme here with these linens? If you're embarrassed by your kitchen towels, get them out of your house. (laughs) Anything that's stained ripped, worn out, you won't miss these things. So just one of my favorite things to do is just to get a new towel. And every time I get a new one, I just get rid of the old one. It keeps them nice and fresh. And I just hate old kitchen towels. So try to replace those frequently. You will really thank yourself. All right, just a few more to go. Our last stop is in our own closets and dressers. Now, these are both yours and your children's. So number 17, get rid of any socks, undies, stockings, or bras that have holes, are stretched out, or are mateless. Now, obviously, not all of those need a mate, but you get where I'm going here, right? So have you ever passed over a pair of socks because you were going to a friend's house and you were embarrassed by them? because, you know, they're worn out, or they have a hole in them, or they're okay, but you're not going to wear them to a friend's house. Those are the ones I'm talking about. Get rid of those socks. I laugh, and I say it that way, because I'm guilty of this myself. You realize that, right? I tell you a lot of the advice that I also give myself. Okay, but while you're at it, get rid of any other undergarments that are worn out. You know, those old underwear that you've had forever, and you're just too lazy to go to the store to get new ones. Yep, raising my hand. You deserve to feel great every day. And I honestly believe that that includes wearing things that maybe no one else will see. You know they are there. It affects how you feel about yourself. So get rid of those. Get rid of those things that you just, you put them on and you're like, ugh, I'm grump, like frumpy mom. Don't be frumpy mom. You can do it. Get some nice underwear. Okay. All right, that's number 17. Get rid of those things that are stretched out and have holes in them. Number 18, oh, outgrown baby clothes. All right, I said none of these were sentimental. All right, this one could be a little sentimental, but just get rid of one outfit. Keep your favorite ones. Get rid of one. You can do that because you're not, you're probably not looking at them anyway. They're probably tucked in the back of a drawer, all smushed up, all crumpled up. So get rid of one that you're not going to miss. You probably have 
This doesn't even have to be baby clothes. This could be just anything in your kid's wardrobe that has holes in them. You know, the knees are all stained. They're, they've outgrown them. I mean, my daughter is constantly growing. And even this morning, she said to me, these pants are too small, mom. So we get to go shopping again this weekend and get her some new ones because she has already outgrown pants that we bought at the beginning of the school year. So you can find something in your kid's closet that they have outgrown and that you can get rid of. Number 19, clothes that make you feel bad or uncomfortable. So back to item 17, but more of your general appearance to the public. Anything that you feel uncomfortable in has got to go. So if there's something in your closet that you look at and you keep passing it up day in and day out, that's the thing that needs to go. If there's something you put on and you feel like frumpy mom, get rid of it. Pick one thing in your closet. You will not miss it. I promise. Get rid of one item of clothing that makes you feel bad about yourself or makes you feel uncomfortable when you wear it. And number 20, this is our last thing, our last item of 20 items to declutter in 20 minutes for 2020, our free advertising t-shirts. Now, in the past, I was super guilty of wanting free things at expos, fairs, activities at the kids' school. You know, I would go to these conferences and things and they would give you the gift basket and you get excited. You get a rush. You kind of are with the group. It feels good when somebody gives you a gift. But you know what? You are advertising for other companies every time you wear their logo or you are getting giving up your precious space to house this thing that someone gave you that you didn't even ask for. So when you get these things, you really want to take a look and see what's useful, what's not. Get rid of the other stuff. Do not feel guilty about it. Because remember, nothing is truly free. You are giving up something. You're giving up space. You're giving up, um, you know, you're giving free advertising. So you want to make sure that you are thinking of those things. And one last little point, usually that free stuff, those free t-shirts, they don't look very cute either. So keep one for painting or cleaning and ditch the rest. All right, there you go. 20 items that you can declutter in 20 minutes to start off the year of 2020 better than before. Now, I promise you will not miss these items. These are things that you can let go of so quickly and so easily, and your house will will feel lighter. I promise. Honestly, only good can come from getting rid of the stuff that you do not need around your home. The 20 items listed here are definitely not serving you or helping you or your family to become your best selves. So let's practice letting go of these dingy old things that we definitely do not need in our lives. And as with anything, practice makes everything easier. Now, I say this all the time to my child, and I'm pretty sure that you probably say it to yours too, right? So let's take a dose of our own medicine and practice letting go of our stuff with just these 20 items. Now, once you see how easy this step is, you will be able to tackle the harder stuff, but it is one step at a time. Yay, I'm so proud of you. So let me know if you've done this. I really am curious. And don't forget to download that minimalist starter kit for families. It has some amazing tools in there to get your family on board and to help out, you know, including our favorite our family favorite decluttering methods. It's got 10 mindsets to help you in your decluttering. It's of course got the 20 things um, to declutter in 20 minutes that we listed today. That paper, um, 
clutter, getting of your paper clutter once and for all, and so much more. It's free and you get access instantly. So grab your copy at littlegreenbow.com forward slash starter kit. Again, littlegreenbow.com slash starter kit. All right, and now it's your turn. I really do want to know which of the 20 items are you most excited to toss when you go through your home? So come on over to my free Wannabe Minimalist Facebook group and share the one thing you are most excited to declutter because of today's show. I can't wait to hear from you and help encourage you on your journey toward less stuff and more happiness. So jump on over to the Facebook group and let me know what you're thinking. Seriously, jump over there. It's the Wannabe Minimalist Facebook group and let me know. It's totally free. I want to meet you there and hear about your journey. Learning from all of you is one of my favorite things. So I hope to see you there. Again, it's the Wannabe Minimalist Facebook group, and I'll be sure to leave a link in the show notes to make it even easier for you to find us. And one last thing, if you liked this episode, I would love it if you would subscribe and leave a comment or rating so others can find this show too. It makes my day. So thank you so much to those of you who have already subscribed and to those who have left me comments. They fill my heart with joy. You guys are the best. And that wraps up today's episode. I'll see you next week here when we are talking about more things to declutter so that you can live your best life with your family. Cheers. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct. Sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're Amy more of a we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts.